Hey, we're good. We are... I think we're great, actually. We're fantastic. We're, we're okay. We're okay. We're Just okay? We're slightly above average. Put a number up on your paycheck. Are you done digging your grave yet? Put a number up on your paycheck. Are you done digging your grave? Put a number up on your paycheck. Are you done digging your grave yet? Put a number up on your paycheck. Are you done? You're dead already. Dead, dead already. are just around average it's whatever wait what are we talking about again oh yeah uh welcome to collected issues uh 21 21 mike and bruce doing the damn thing like we do back again back again in the saddle um you've read you, you still read books right like you read some occasionally books occasionally uh what's that what's one you would like to talk about right now that you've read uh big trouble in little china big yeah okay uh eric powell writing correct yep, with, or co-writing with uh, co-writing with john carpenter uh, which is awesome yep. it's a cool that and it, it wasn't until later on in my life that i watched big trouble in little china and i did not know how extremely overdone this movie was like as far as budget and it did not pan out as well as they wanted to in theaters no. but it has created quite the cult following technically i guess you can all, it's still a pretty big movie i think though yeah. um i but would say it, it's it's made a lot of money in dvd and blu-ray so. oh i would i would imagine so because i always see that as like it, it i having worked retail for 12 years you know before i did the car thing or whatever yeah. i remember that was always one that people would come in looking for like i mean it does it does sales the, uh, the the comic, I remember hearing about it and thinking, ah, whatever, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Right. Going back, the Brian Chiarello, does yeah. the, 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 the art, interior art, uh, Eric Powell does all the covers. The book is a direct continuation of the first movie. Fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, well, not, is this is this the movie that you always wanted to see follow the movie? Is that kind of what it was? Uh, I, but, but I didn't know it. Right, exactly. You're like this needs to be the movie now, right? Like, well, I, the the voice is so spot on. I, I don't know if it's because John Carpenter's involved, but I would it, I would have to imagine it so. sounds like Jack Burton. That's cool. I mean, it's it's very very true to the movie. Um, does it follow any of the the villains or anything? Yes. Okay, cool, very cool. Because Lo, Lopan comes back. Is and he Lopan was from. Um, you'd have to remind. I've only like I said, I've only watched this like once or twice. And it's okay. been a while. Lopan uh, was the the main bad guy. The, yes, the guy who wanted the green eyed girl. But he came from another dimension. Was that what it is, or was he just a like a like a giant Chinese boss or Japanese boss or something? Like he was that? like like a, an immortal wizard whose uh, 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 earthly body had been destroyed, and he was a, a, a ghostly apparition. He needed needed to marry and sacrifice a green eyed woman. To uh, his so own Ghostbusters two. That's what this is. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. Okay. But they had uh, the three storms: uh, lightning, thunder, and wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That's uh, that's that's cool. That uh, and uh, the the demon that was in the uh, the back of the pork chop express. Yeah, right before the credits. Nice, Pete. Uh, Pete as uh, Jack Burton goes on to call him. <laughs> um. So it's 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 the thing that you always want out of sequel where. It, it, you cross that line of sometimes it's like, are you just recycling the same story again with the same character? They're, they're not. Oh, I know. But this is the problem you get with some yeah. sequels, though, is that you have that. It's like, do you do something so different that it's like, then you kind of lose sense of who the characters were, but you want to do something different. Or do you just recycle the same thing because you know that's what people want to see, even though they're not going to like it? There's, uh, in, in the comic, they, they show you all the different hells, like the, the, the hell of the... Um, 
was it the, the hell of the oily snake, you know, the, the hell of a thousand baboons and, and all this stuff. And I remember them talking in, in the movie, Big Trouble in Little China, about all the different hells. Okay. And Jack Burton's like, man, you, you guys sure have a lot of different hells. <laughs> well, they show you all these different hells. There's like a callback to yeah, just yeah. a throwaway line in there. And then, like I said, Lopan returns in it. And all the characters, like Egg is still there and everything. It all makes perfect sense. And I'm up to issue 13 now. I don't know what issue they're on. Issue 13, something happens and we're now in the present day. So it jumps from, when was that movie, 92? No, we're talking 80s. Oh, was it 80s? I thought it was a little later than that. Okay, so but it's now in 2015 or yeah. 2014 or whatever yeah. this yeah. at this point in time it was. And there's no time travel involved. Like uh, I, I don't know. If I'm... Does Jack Burton look like old Jack Burton? Like, no, like, he still he, looks. It's like suspended animation type of disembodied spirit. Jack Sweet. Burton okay. thing type of happened. So he wakes up. And yeah. Like, boom. Gotcha. It's 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 2015. They gave him the Lazarus pit. Where's bath? my truck? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, little Rajagul. Raj, Raj, yeah, they they uh, they had like a. Uh, um, like a saber-toothed tiger demon man with elephant tusks freeze his body. It's <laughs> <laughs> so outrageous. Yeah. But that's fitting for that, man. Yep. Like, that's perfect for that. When, and, the, and the guy's like, you still owe me a six-pack of beer. <laughs> I do really mystical things all for a case of beer. Yep. Right? That's all yep. it comes out. That's great. I love it's, this. It's, a, it's a great book. I'll have to if I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch the movie again because I think it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I'm almost positive. It's, it is. Yeah, and uh, I'll probably have Liz watch it. What's it rated? I have no idea. It, I, might, it might be R. I don't know if it's R because I don't remember there being nudity or blood. Because I'm like, man, I think Ethan will like that because it's got ninjas and all kinds of shit in it, yeah. or like warriors, you know, and everything. I but it's it. also got some like pretty pretty good looking monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah so he might or may not. Yeah, because that's the one thing right now with Star Wars is like he loves watching the movies, but he doesn't want to watch the Rancor pit scene. He doesn't mind seeing the end of it when he dies, but he like the Rancor scares the shit out of him right now. Yeah. And then the uh, the uh, snow monster in Hoth. Okay. Like he's not. He, I'm like, but Luke cuts off his arm and everything, and he gets away. He's like, but he's still alive. He's out there like, <laughs> <laughs> with one arm now. <laughs> that's what the new movie's gonna be. He gets a cybernetic arm, and, and he's he going, comes back for he's revenge. He's like, where are you, Mark Hamill? You thirty-year-old plus bastard! Now <laughs> it took me four decades to learn to speak <laughs> and fly a spaceship. <laughs> you have the Millennium Falcon. I have the Centurion Hawk. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. Well, that's good. Uh, uh, it's it was one of those weird books that I'm like, I think I thought it was supposed to be like a four or five issue mini series. It just something. kept going. Uh, fine. That if if I mean, you can capture lightning in the bottle. You go into that bitch runs out, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Eric Powell's not writing it anymore. Okay, so uh, I think it's Van Lenty. Okay, well, Fred Van. That, that's all right. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. Van Lenty's good. I I love his uh, Archer and Armstrong. Yep. That was great. And I, you said one of the best things about Archer and Armstrong, where you said, "If how like how is he not working for DC and Marvel at this yeah. point in time?" Because you said I would read a Green Arrow and Green Lantern book by him, and I just went, yeah. "Holy shit, that would be freaking." Why isn't that happening? Um, probably because you think they're gonna wait and let Scott Lobdell write it. Probably or Frank Thierry. Can we bring Frank Thierry? And can can we not talk about Scott? Like, how does that? Dude, have work still. His books are awful. Like, there's so many parts. Like, I, I like get in 1994, he was amazing. Sure, <laughs> that's it. His Wildcats, little bit of Wildcats, he did, which yep. was mostly saved by Chris uh, or uh, Travis Chairs. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, that, I think a lot of that was spoken from the art. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's writing in such an 
antiquated form, like, that nobody uses anymore, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, the, the, it's, it's a mess, like, I, when I try to read his Teen Titans runs, because, God, I, I love the Teen Titans, and I want to read Teen Titans, and I have this, like, two-year period where I'm missing issues, and I'm like, if I find it really cheap, I'll grab it, just to keep my run going, you know what I mean? I will not pay full price for a book anymore from, yeah. that has Scott Liddell, but when you read the inner, like, it's like, Characters are having conversations, and sometimes you have an inner monologue that goes over it. But when you have every character has inner monologue on top of a double page, like you're just like, this is a fucking That's mess. That's Chris Claremont territory. Yes, where they're speaking, they're thinking. There's also narration. Yes, and if you ask me, and what, every conversation is followed by just a tight shot of somebody like standing, looking away from the other person, and they're still talking to themselves. Yeah, like uh, or it's like. I need to go to my lonely inner monologue place now. It's like, it's like Scott Liddell, you are a poor man's Chris Claremont, and not everybody likes Chris Claremont. You used to be good. Yeah, I get it, but anyways, sorry, not to run you off that, but like, yeah. I don't even know how we got off on that real quick. I don't remember, but ben I'm glad ben that... Ben Lenty should get more work. Huh? Ben Lenty should get yeah, more work. Yeah, he should. Man, he, he could write the Teen Titans right now, but... Hey, that's my segue right now. <laughs> like, I'll work that in there. Uh, I, I am reading... Uh, I saw Will Pfeiffer was doing uh, the Teen Titans. Still have shitty costumes. No. Um, but Pfeiffer's a good writer. I love Pfeiffer. his Aquaman run. Yes, you did. Uh, Patrick... Man, I'll tell you what. Patrick Gleason was drawing this book right now. It's good. I do like his uh, uh, Robin book that Patrick Gleason Is he did. doing Robin or Robin's... He's doing the Robin. The Robin? Robin's Son of Batman is oh, the okay, one that Patrick okay. Gleason's doing. Um, and then... The son, uh, uh, the um, what is it? We are Robin is uh, the book that is being written by. Um, oh hell! I just lost the guy's name. The guy who did the Joker uh, graphic novel with uh, Azarella. Azarella. No, the, the the artist is writing it. He did Batman Noel. Bermejo. Yeah, Lee Bermejo. He's writing it, and it's like a like these kids that are inspired by the Robin or What's something. What's the deal with DC giving all the artists writing chores? Because isn't Hitch writing something? Yeah, he's writing the Justice League of America right now. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say this. Do you think he's late on those pages? I don't know. I know he's just writing them, but do you think he's still late? Probably. (laughs) They gave him enough time to write or start this damn book. They said he's been working on this book for over a year already. So they they got him. Because the first issue was like 54 pages. It was like a $5.99 book, dude. Who who bought that? I don't know. Who's drawing it? Brian Hitch. Is writing and drawing said book. No. I swear to God. No. I almost bet. Who's going to fill in for him? I don't know. I almost bet he gets a uh, a co writer before long to help no, him. No, I would say he gets a co artist. Well, maybe. Or maybe. just a replacement artist. Maybe. Bring in Philip Tan or somebody equally awesome. <laughs> Brian Hitch can do good artwork, but he he's not fast at what he needs to do. I think if he could simplify things a little bit better, he, but he's... He needs to spend some time with uh, Stuart and Monin. Yes. I, that, that's a good comparison. Get Stuart, Stuart and Monin on the back. Oh, wait. He's busy over at Marvel. I was going to say, that's yeah, probably... Yeah, Stuart the, and Monin. I mean, he flipped that switch. Yeah. Went from, you know, hyper-detailed, realistic looking to, hey, now I can do a monthly book and things look awesome and sweet. Yeah. And his wife writes for him, too, yeah. a lot of time. Catherine. Yeah, yep. Catherine. Um, but I, I think, and I'm not saying this to be mean, because you know I love the DC Universe a lot, even though, eh, whatever, with the new 50. Not this current one, just... Yeah, I, I, but I love these characters, you know, these are my characters. 
Marvel has stolen a lot of writers from DC. I mean, Jeff Lemire has flipped over now to yeah. Marvel. He's writing that old new Hawkman book now, and he's got an X-Men book he's going to do. Hawkman? Yeah, he, or I'm sorry, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, he's writing the, the all-new Hawkeye. Um, I can't remember who's doing the artwork for him. He's doing uh, – him and uh, Matt Kent are redoing the Val- – or like they're, they're like spearheading the Valiant line yep. too and everything. Good for them. Like I, I can't blame them for doing this stuff. When you have people that – you know, you Marvel, I mean, obviously, they got Disney money, you know what I mean? They're just like, dude, like, do something here, and you can do whatever you want, you know what I mean? Yeah. And instead of, like, the Dan DiDio, Jim Lee tight ship of, like, well, it's all got to fit in here somewhere. Ben Crane, I've been playing Batman Lego 3. You uh-huh. just unlock Jim Lee. I will never play Jim Lee. Can you just put him on the board and just beat the shit out of him? <laughs> Kevin, Smith, Kevin Smith has a character, too. Yeah. And oh, he bring, we haven't unlocked him yet. He, he uses a megaphone as his voice as his weapon. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, that's pretty and, fitting. And uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. And Daffy Duck as a Green Lantern. That's, oh, that's awesome. Because that's the Duck Rogers show. Yep. That was a fan. Kevin Smith does the voice of the Green Lantern in that episode. Oh, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, you have my costume, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, that's a great episode. Um, But no, I, yeah, uh, Teen Titans, uh, Will Pfeiffer. Uh, it's uh, Kenneth Rock. Uh, Rockefort, yeah. uh, whatever it is, uh, he's, he's a good artist. When you talk about Travis Charis, he's like the modern day Travis Charis. I could see that. Um, the, the big problem I had with the book initially was I did not dig. You got that. one there in your hand. Yeah, Can I, I, see I did not dig the cover because uh, I don't like. Like I said, it's the, mostly the costumes, but Wonder Woman looks like she's or Wonder Girl looks like she has like double D boobs, man. She's a teenager for. They're Christ. very artificial looking. Like yes, they're, they're too rounded. They're. They they don't have that teardrop appearance. Yes, um, she. Uh, I hate any cover where you've taken the art and scaled it down to make it look like it's part of a search engine. Yeah, like we all know how the internet works. They're trying to really go like uh, the one of the big running things, and it's kind of a neat thing too. Is you get a lot of uh, uh, social media things about like the Teen Titans, like oh hey we just saw Raven at this place or whatever. So there's like uh, a little bit. I think that'll date itself a little bit too. Very like, much so. Yeah. Um, the story is uh, it's better like than what I've read. They bring in the elite, like the 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 new fifty two version of elite. So you got a uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Manchester Black. Manchester Black's in it. Uh, you said there was the robot girl who was uh, from Alan Moore. Lady Tron. Yeah. What is she from? What book is she from? Wildcats. I don't know. I was asking. I don't know Wildcats. Oh, that's what she was in. Yeah, Wildcats. But yeah, Wildcats. Uh, from the, uh, the the Alan Moore run of Wildcats, that was correct. In, okay. And she she stuck around for the Joe Casey run. Um, she uh, she they, they all work for uh, Star Labs, and but like you can just tell Manchester Black has like his like own agenda, and there's like a they he has the Titans prevent like a, a giant cataclysmic event of happening in New York, where like they think that. Um, Star Labs is going to go like uh, like nuclear and like decimate okay. the whole city and everything. So, um, and you deal with like these uh, some of the um, the Teen Titans like Beast Boy and Raven and uh, uh, Miguel uh, Bunker, like the guy yep. who makes the uh, th- maybe the only cool thing about Scott Liddell's run is I did like that character. Like he just has some really cool effects where he can like make walls and he he can like put on gloves and armor. It's all like force fields. Right? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's it's kind of a neat little thing. Here's, here's a penalty. Stops the school bus. Yeah, exactly. With a brick wall. Oh, right. He's got a got a soul patch. Yeah. And a mole. He's a uh, he's um, Latin American, I believe. He okay. says. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, so like they're becoming like big like big celebrities kind of like in New York City right now. I like the look of Beast Boy. Yeah, he's green now and not fucking red. Thank you, Scott Liddell, again. 
God, why was he red? Like, they wanted to make him part of the red. From yeah, Animal that's what Man. I was going to say. He's part of the red. That's why but, he like, red. I'm like, he's green, though. He is a green-colored guy. I understand wanting to fit it in, but don't force stuff down my throat that be like, nope, he's part of the red, he's part of the red. So we have to make him red because Animal Man's red, right? No, he wears a blue costume and he's white. <laughs> Good. But, but he had that red tattoo on his chest and belly of a, of a tree or whatever. Uh, that spotted, or it's it just grew, it like came from the red. Oh. It like, it's so, not... To me, like seeing that, and I didn't read the Animal Man. It was fantastic. Right? But... Looking at that, I'm like, man, all his veins are on the surface. That guy's gonna bleed to death if anyone. <laughs> there's and there's several scenes where he like his eyes will just start bleeding. Or That's something. insane. It I was... understand. Oh, the red is life. No, but it's like, it, that was like the uh, the calling for him. Like that was like the way he knew. Like uh, if he's if he knew something was like drastically affecting as if like in the red as if that yeah. happened. Um, I and I really did enjoy Jeff Lemire's run on these uh, costumes are really weird. They are going it's, back to the Teen Titans. It's just yeah, it's uh, it's really with the Robin costumes, just odd. It was worse when um, uh, Brett Booth was drawing it. It was way bulkier. Uh, the straps looked like they were like literally holding gun ammo. I don't like the fact that Robin can fly with. He's got wings that pop out underneath him, and he can glide, which is. I guess practical in a sense, but he uses them as weapons sometimes. He's got a Mr. Sinister cape. Yeah, kinda. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. It's like and I'm like, Will Pfeiffer, I I, I actually am kind of enjoying what you're doing with the Teen Titans. Yeah. You're making them feel like a group of Maybe like, maybe feel- there'll be a, a story moment in here where they get to change their costume. I hope to God. Because I, I still don't understand like Wonder Girl. So is that like laser barbed wire, she's. I don't. Last so I long? don't. I didn't read enough of the Liddell run to know why she had like a licorice whip with her. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming some I'm of okay it. Okay with Robin flying. Yeah, I'm like, okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like that was the. It, it, there's a part in one of the Liddell runs where he uses the wings as like a weapon, and it's like like Archangel. Like yeah, like they don't fly off, but he uses them to cut through something or whatever. And I was like. Robin doesn't kill, man. I've seen like, Falcon do that. Yeah, like don't 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 give him what other people do. Cool, like the the one thing that was great about Tim Drake is he used the bow staff because he's not a skilled fighter. He had to have some. He becomes more acrobatic and stuff. Yeah. But that was the whole point of him using this, this Robin looks like a hacker Robin. He he's very computer oriented. Tim Drake was kind of like that in uh, the later part of the older universe. I'm not crazy about this Raven. Oh no! I the, when I first saw that, it's got like a seashell on her head. It's uh, it, it's the raven feathers coming down over top of her. I like the, I very much like, and this is the thing that I have. It's just I like the cloak look for a raven, and you know I'm up to modifying and enhancing certain things on a costume. I like how her cape is made up out of feathers or scales. That looks kind of cool. It it's yeah, but the the but the whole like uh, when she gets her costume, it's like the uh, the top perch of the, you know how birds like uh. Like we'll have like that two toned face look or whatever, yeah. where it's like the peak comes it's down. A, and, it's a cow. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a cow. So, but it, it's like, how does she see through that? But I'm assuming it's part of her astral self, so it's like she can see through it. Maybe it has a heads up in this yeah. planet since Scott Liddell came. I'm up surprised Rockaport has. How many issues has he been on the? Uh, <sighs> He's on the had page. to jump off a couple times. So he did issue uh, two. He did issue three, uh, four. Um, Hepburn came in for five and six. He did seven, eight. He did an annual. He did issue nine, and then issue ten was by. It says Watanabe, and I want to say Ken Watanabe because that's the guy from uh, Batman Begins. And, that's uh, that's Raza Rule. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Felipe Watanabe. And um, 
this is their first encounter with the elite and um, I'm I'm glad they changed Superboy to a more kind of Superboy costume. Oh, can I see that? Yeah, because he doesn't have the um, what is it the uh, black t-shirt? Oh no, because uh, I I read the first couple issues of Superboy because I like the artist on it. Yeah, it uh, was like a black um, Tron type of suit. It was but, awful. Yeah. No, no, is that what that is? Is I thought he had like oh no, the original one that he had in the Teen Titans, he had like cut off sleeves and like a Superboy tattoo and stuff. Like it, oh, but it was a the tattoo was a barcode. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. It kind of is like a Tron-like costume. He's the only one who has that costume still because they used it in the Calling crossover too, where they're in some kind of weird reality bending yeah. thing or something. So, oh, who's the artist on this? This is uh, that's the that's Rock Fort. That's the issue. No, no wait, which no, one? This isn't. Oh, that's the annual. I don't know who did that. I can't think of what his name is. Alison Borges. Yeah, Bor- Bor- Borges. Borges. Bor- Borges. Bar- Bor- Borges. All right. I don't know. Regardless, uh, design aside. This is more of a Teen Titans feel to it than the last thing was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can always argue, well, people have their different favorite runs of Teen Titans and everything. No. There is actually a pretty good standard of what Teen Titans are. You look at what George Perez and Marv Wolfman did. Uh, you look at what Jeff Johns and Mike McCone did. And maybe and, and Tom Grummet came in for that too. Um, and then you go back to uh, Nick Carty and um, – oh, damn. Why can I not think of that guy's name? Nick Hardy was the artist, but uh, like those are those are Teen Titans groups that you can't think of. Dan Jurgens got the short end of the stick where he had to deal with characters that they just said, "By the way, take these four like alien cre- people yeah. and have a young Adam take care of them. We're gonna call them the Teen Titans." That's weird. It was weird. And is this and, Miss Martian in here? Uh, no, she is a um, uh, oh, what's the uh, what's the shape changing group in the um. God damn! Why can I not? Oh, the uh, Kulu or no? It it they it, it they actually it's on the very first page or whatever they show Superboy. It looks like he murdered him. It, it was a uh, um and I can't think of the name of the race. They were a part of. Do you remember the old crossover? Uh, there, it's like Chameleon Boy from the Legion. Yes, exactly that that group of people. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I I thought oh my god, did they bring Miss Martian? Because I really like that character. <laughs> like that was a good character for the the Teen Titans too. But yeah. it was not. She, but I think they're trying to get her to be the that character of the Teen Titans. Okay. So, so I'm okay with adding a new character or anything. But it this feels more like a Teen Titans group than I felt since um, who was the last guy to write it before they they did the new Fifty Two. J T. Kroll was doing it with uh, Nicola Scott. Okay. That was the, that was the last feeling of Teen Titans I've had for a while, and that was 2010, 2011. So um, it, it's it's pluses. I think it can go really good places. Too, and I like the fact that Manchester Black is kind of... I, I like the character Manchester Black. I think he's a really good character. And I think Will Pfeiffer keeps the voice that Joe Casey came up with for, you know... Joe Casey? It was in Joe Casey who did the... Uh, I think it was Joe Kelly. Yes, because he's the one who did the Justice League run too, right? And he yep. wrote uh, Justice or the Justice League Elite too, right? Yeah, the Joe Kelly, I'm sorry. He keeps that kind of character voice too. So that's, uh, I think, a really good thing. No, on the the back of this, uh, at, at the end of this Teen Titans annual here, uh, it shows the Elite, and it's not the Elite characters. No, but it's uh, it, it's got the Guardian. Um, it's gonna have the Kid young Flash. Kid Flash, the young Power Girl, Wonder Girl's gonna. They're the two that are gonna lead the group. Um, it, it is kind of a weird group of the Elite. It's not your typical Elite, but the Elite was kind of just throwaway characters to begin with. So, 
they're not really memorable characters. You well, know they, I mean? they were the authority. Right. Oh, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. But, um... I mean, Manchester Black was Ginny Sparks. I'm good. You know Which, the truth. Where, where the hell's the authority in the New 52? Aren't they doing a Stormwatch book now, though, too? Is that still going on? I thought that was canceled. Maybe it did get canceled. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. There's that, the, that was a Peter Milligan thing. Yeah, and I then think. it became a somebody else thing, too. A camera who took over it, and that got ended. It, oh, it was, um... Because they killed Lobo off in it, too. I can't think of what the uh, thing was. How far are we now? That was the last Ken Frock Ford one. 23. Okay. But, um, I don't know. Like, you know, the DC universe, unfortunately, is a mess right now. It, it was, it's more of a mess now than when you were continued or continuity driven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's hard to, they're trying to capture whatever lightning in the bottle they can. They're like, well, just run with this and just run with this. And this is why, like, it's like presidents. You, you, when you're Dan DiDio and Jim Lee, you can't control everything for the rest of your life. You have to switch editor-in-chiefs because you have to bring in some new light because then you're just – now you're you've, – you've, they've ridden their high horse. We were just talking about before we got on this about the DC universe that I loved was you know during Identity Crisis to Infinite Crisis, like those things. I, I really enjoyed that. Huh? The heyday. Yeah, that, that, that was my heyday for it. And it's like that they kept – they had that. They had that moment and it, and it went down and they're like, well – um, we need to do something new. We need to do something new. They didn't have to do something new. You say, Dan DiDio, why don't you do this instead, and we'll have a new editor-in-chief. You know, Is if, he the longest-running editor-in-chief? I mean, what is Casada considered now? He's like a chief creative officer, which is kind of like an even higher editor-in-chief. Yeah, it seems like a lot, of, a lot of his responsibilities went to Axel Alonso. Right. So, I mean, I think that's kind of what they need to do, and it does not need to be Jim Lee. No. Jim Lee does not need to bring all of his old... Uh, Wildstorm cronies with yeah. him because that's why Brett Booth still gets work and I and I and I commented on uh, uh, Eric's Eric put something up about like if Wally looks like he does in the new Fifty Two then you're really gonna lose this show because the new Wally West costume is garbage. Oh, the silver. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you the said f- that to me. It's terrible looking. Like, like this is why Brett Booth shouldn't like he should not have been in control of like any kind of creative stuff. I don't care what book he's on. You say. He's a terrible artist, <laughs> personally, yeah. as I feel. Well, you know, maybe he can do the sequential stuff fine. That doesn't mean you're good at costume design. Exactly. Fine. Whatever. Just let him do that then. Yeah. He can draw his shitty art and you at least make good costumes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, you bring in somebody really good at costume design. Yes. Like, I mean, who, the, who was it that, uh, like, redesigned Blue Beetle and uh, Question and all those? Was it Cully Hammer? Cully Hammer, yeah. Yeah. Keep I mean, him. He should have done all the costume design, but Jim Lee wanted to put his hands in it. And then they had books like. You know, the Teen Titans were like, well, we don't know what we're going to do. you want to do the normal thing? And uh, and they're like, well, let's let's let Brett do what he wanted to do with it or whatever. Or Brett yeah. and Scott can come up with costume designs or whatever. And you got that shit, man. Like, it was just terrible. It's like, how can we make this look you, as much You can't look at that Robin costume and not think back to old Cyclops costumes. Or um, I think of Wildcats. Like, I think of, like, just – or, like, Youngbloods or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, very strappy, very – it's just yeah. it looks not practical for somebody who needs to be able to get away quick and dodge and do- like for for a Batman esque person, you know what I mean? Right. Who hides in shadows and does this and like? Well, and it's it, like he's got the utility belt, but then he's got utility suspenders. Yeah. And a utility choker. Is that what it is? And he's <laughs> <laughs> just all all utility up. Yeah, it's like it's like. It's like, man, my costume weighs 150 pounds. You know how much I weigh, honestly? 150 pounds. You're lucky I can double my weight. It's pretty impressive, right? You think Batman's pretty awesome because he's got one utility belt? I got got 19 19. utility (laughs) belt. Just call me Utility Boy. 
Utility boy. What's, Belt what, lad. what's another word for a utility? A tool. You can call me tool, tool. boy. That's what I want to be. <laughs> Just tool for short. Wait, wait. Yep, sticking with it. Tool. I'm taking back that word. <laughs> By the way, this is Scott Liddell. <laughs> All right. Okay. But that was, uh, yeah, I, I do like, I like what they're going with it at least. So just change my costumes and I'll be fucking all right. <laughs> you just put some sticky notes over that art. Yeah, I just like, this is what it really looks like. <laughs> just read, read it all. <laughs> Bruce, I'm going to, what are you busy doing the next four months? <laughs> You're going to commission me to, to redraw Teen Titans for and you? By commission, I mean ask a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we got to go. All right, have a good one. Cheer up, London.